Are you looking to get promoted or appointed to a board or even nominated for a committee? If so, it is possible that you're missing one of the five steps that I share in today's podcast. In addition to these steps, I have also created a downloadable worksheet that you can grab in the show notes. So be sure to take a listen, grab the worksheet, and let me know what you're going to start working on this week. Enjoy. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. Well, hello, and thank you so much for joining me again. I know your time is precious, and I respect the fact that you have many things to do right now, so I only choose to share with you things I wish I knew earlier in my career. It wasn't until I started researching for both my books that I became so aware of all the research, all the strategies that I could have used in so many intersection points. So here today, we're going to be talking about beyond good work, five things you often need to do to get promoted. And as many of you know, you probably have been working very hard over the last year, and some of you had aspirations to advance your career, which may or may not have happened based on the circumstances. But as you start out this year, this is a great time to refocus and really think about where do you want to spend your time, Where should you spend your time? And are the things you're aligning to make sense for where you want to have impact next? Now, today's topic, Beyond Good Work, obviously addresses the fact that you're already delivering on what is expected of you. But this is really going beyond that. This is about setting up a strategy to make sure that your good work is known, that the right people are aware of it, and that you have people in rooms that are representing you when you might not be invited. So we're going to jump into the five things you often need to do to get promoted. These are steps you can also use if you want to get nominated or be invited to a board. So let's get started. So the first step that I often think about when I'm talking to any woman or man that wants more out of their career than they're getting right now is to really think about where do you want to have more influence and impact? Now, I have strategically selected those words because not everybody wants to go up. Not everybody is looking for a CXO job. So if you're one of those people that realize, hey, I like my work, but I feel like I have more to give, or I see people one and two levels above me, and I feel like I could step into those roles with a little bit of help or a little bit of instruction, it is really important that the first thing you need to do is define where you want to have more influence and impact. Do you want to expand in your existing role? Are you looking to take on new responsibilities? Are you looking to get promoted? Or are you looking to stay in the job that you have, but maybe you want to start a program in your community or you want to get on a board or be nominated for a leadership committee or an ERG lead role? Whatever it is for you, the first step is defining your goals. Next, document your milestones and accomplishments. I know this sounds kind of crazy and you know what you've gotten done, but I guarantee you that the people that can open doors, make connections, put you on shortlists, and even act as a career catalyst aren't always as familiar of what you've done over the last few projects or the last few years. So 
Document the important projects, the significant accomplishments, and why do you think you were assigned to these projects? Did you have a certain skill set? Are you known for getting things done? Was there no one else to do it? Like, why did someone pick you for these projects? What obstacles did you overcome? What recognition did you receive? And what references and sponsors can you contact or refer to when discussing these projects and specific accomplishments? This is so important. I feel that I meet so many women that have done so many great things, but often don't document it. And they do not get the momentum or the longevity of impact without really keeping this top of mind for people that are instrumental in making their goals or areas of influence and impact a reality. Step three, aligning to relevant projects. So now that you know where you want to go, where you want to have impact and what you've already done, now you've got to be a little bit specific about how can you align to projects that can give you more experience, maybe get you in line of sight for somebody who has or exposure or access. I think for many of us, we are working on a lot of the same projects all the time. But I think as you start to look at the next couple quarters ahead, what projects could you stretch meaning you're doing it before you're ready. If you go back to the last podcast, number three, leaping into more self-efficacy, you will see that it's important to stretch before you're ready. If you're 60 to 70% ready, stretching before you're ready gives you the ability to build your self-efficacy. So what projects can you stretch into that will give you relevance for where you want to have more influence and impact next? And when you're taking on new projects, some things to think about, which I include in chapter 16 of Accelerate Your Impact, In that chapter, here are some of the questions that I often encourage women to ask when taking on new projects. What are the expected results of this project? What is the timeline? Who is already involved in this project? What are the interdependencies of this work within the organization? What's the budget? What are the known obstacles? And why is this project important to the company? These are just a handful of questions, but I think very important as you take on new projects because it helps you get clear on, is this a good use of my time? Does this give me more relevance? And will it give me access and exposure to people that are instrumental in making my influence and impact goals a reality? Over the holidays, I picked up the book Lucky Bitch. And in one of the chapters, it talked so much about how we treat ourselves, how we buy things for ourselves. You know, are we really focused on so many other people, but our drawers are filled with holy underwear and bras that don't fit. And this really encouraged me to check out Third Love. Third Love, it's really focused on making women feel good about themselves and they do bras differently. There's no drama, no dressing rooms. You basically use their size chart to define the fit, they'll send it to you. And if you're like me, I had to send it back twice, but I finally found the fit that worked. And I love Third Love because every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident, and that is their mantra. But not only that, their core belief is about giving back. So not only do they focus on product design, but they partner with renowned organizations such as I Support the Girls, Souls for Souls, Good360 and St. Anthony to donate bras to help women make powerful life changes. 
To date, they've donated over $20 million in bras. So if you think you need an upgrade or you need a different fit or you just want to celebrate yourself and do something differently, check out the show notes and there's a $10 coupon, which is a referral coupon from Third Love for you to check out their bras and other products that not only make you feel good, but then extend it beyond just your individual purchase to help other women. Thank you, Third Love, not only for your product, but your mission and your partnership with organizations that support and elevate women. One of the reasons I love this podcast is it not only incorporates so much of the work I've done over the last decade, but it allows me to highlight some of the work that other women are doing, some organizations and initiatives. And I'm really grateful that so many women are working to elevate, support, and promote women. So if you have a great story and want to be included, be sure to let me know. So let's refresh. Step number one was defining our goals. Where do we want to have more influence and impact? Step number two is documenting our milestones and accomplishments, making sure that we have a clear vision of the important projects we are aligned to, why we were aligned to those projects, what obstacles we've overcome, and what outcomes we achieved. And I cannot encourage you enough to make sure that you have metric-based statistics or metric-based accomplishments. So many women gloss over the details because they don't want to take on too much credit. They really aren't interested in bragging. But honestly, many, many times it's really important that women use numbers because men use numbers. And if we're going apples to apples, we need to make sure that our resumes and our talking points and our accomplishments show the value we have provided. And for those of you that are in teams or groups, you can always say as part of a team of six or I led a team of four or three of us pulled this across the finish line. Step number three, aligning to relevant projects. Making sure you're not just saying yes to any old project. Go back to podcast number two, aligning your yeses. I have a very specific chart and a download which you can use to make sure that you're aligning to projects that matter. Especially if you wanna have more influence and impact next, you have to be very specific on where you align yourself in the next 12 to 24 months. Now, let's jump into step number four. Getting line of sight. Getting line of sight. Now, at first, I really didn't understand what this meant. But now, with all the research and talking to so many women's groups, it is really important that people are aware of your work. So it's based on your goals. Who are the decision makers? Who are moving the needle? Who's making the decisions? Who's putting the short list together? These are people that need to know not only who you are, but what you've accomplished to date and what you want to do next. So getting line of sight to these people is very important. You need to be sure these specific people are aware of your work and outcomes to date. Now, some of you may say, I don't even know who this is, or I'm not even sure I've had the same manager forever. I'm not really sure who needs to be in the loop, not only on where I want to have more influence and impact, but what I have accomplished to date. This is a great way to use LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn and I'm not looking for a job all the time. I'm looking for specific people to open doors, make connections, and potentially give me a little bit of information on who is making the decision. So if you're not sure who these people might be, it might be great to start having informational coffee meetings, either virtually or in person, getting 
some practice on sharing your accomplishments and what you hope to do next. And then asking, do you know anyone who can help me? Or are you familiar with people in this group that are making hiring decisions? Or I want to get on this board. Can you give me some information about the executive director or other board members? Having line of sight to people that are making decisions based on where you want to have impact next is absolutely critical. And then deciding, do I have direct access to them? Do I have indirect access to them? Or do I need a career catalyst to help me get access to them directly or indirectly? Because the reality is oftentimes it's not that you're not ready for that next level of impact. You often have not packaged up your accomplishments, socialized your goals, or aligned to relevant projects. And so oftentimes you don't have the momentum you need to get that line of sight or get that access or create information or conversations to people that have the social capital or political power to put you on the short list or nominate you or appoint you. So a lot of times you're doing great work, but you have to just get a few more things underway so that you can create the momentum to leap in the direction you desire. So as we round the corner, we talked about alignment, we talked about access, and now we're going to talk about sponsorship because sponsorship is a very large part of cultivating your career catalyst, which is number five. Cultivating your career catalysts are people in your network that will help you in situations that you might need a little bit of information, a little bit of access, and even a little bit of momentum for conversations, nominations, and as I've mentioned several times through this podcast, putting you on a short list. Many times in meetings, executive meetings, executives make lists of people that they're interested in leading new initiatives or taking over projects or getting promoted or getting a bonus. And oftentimes you need people in those rooms that are going to speak up on your behalf. And I'll have to say this will not be the only time I talk about sponsorship because it is such a critical aspect to women. In fact, the last four chapters in my book, Accelerate Your Impact, are all about finding, aligning, identifying, and making your career catalyst come alive. And I've taken that information and put it into a self-guided course that I will put in the show notes because so many of us try to do it alone and find ourselves in the same position for years and years. So as you think about step number five, cultivating your career catalyst, it is absolutely critical that these people are in places that are instrumental to making your goals a reality. This means you understand the org chart. You understand the decision structure. You know which people are necessary in getting you from a goal to a reality, which means they're putting you on a short list, they're interviewing you, they're saying yes at the table when they're asked if you are the right candidate. So whatever it is for you, not only do you have to bring your goals together and align to relevant projects and get line aside, but you actually have to identify people that are at the tables making decisions that know you personally that can speak up on your behalf. And this takes a little bit more time because it is often that missing link that so many women have that keeps us in the role we're in today. So as we're wrapping up this podcast, really think about 
Who are your catalysts? Who are people in your network that are helping you make your goals a reality? And in future podcasts, I will go in great depth of the differences of the different catalysts. But right now, I think it's just important to know about, are there people in your network that know your accomplishments, know your goals, and will speak up on your behalf when you're not invited to rooms that they're in? Do you have access to these people? Do you need to create people or enhance relationships or create new relationships or really invest in existing people that have worked side by side for you that have maybe gone up up the org chart or gotten onto boards or are in rooms that you just are not invited to at this point? And as I always mention, you can be a catalyst for somebody else. So look around the room look at the people on your teams, look at women and men coming up through the organization, which one of them needs some help that you could be a catalyst for. And I think as we're really thinking about not only focusing on our our goals and our trajectory, it's always great, as so many people say, is to throw your hand behind you and pull someone up along the way. So As you're thinking about the five steps I've mentioned, also think about how you can take these steps and help other people in your organization, other people in your network, or share this with your women's group or share this with your women's network. These steps are absolutely critical and really will cultivate the momentum you need to get where you want to go. So be sure to leave a comment, rate the podcast, and share with other women because I find that we need more women at more tables and it's going to take all of us sharing not only information, but strategies that work and we being catalysts for each other is absolutely critical. So thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you again here next time.